good people. Welcome back to the Bless Beyond Measure podcast. I am your host, CL The Source, your friendly neighborhood hope dealer. Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode and coming back for another serving of the inspiration, that motivation, and that positivity. Today is a fun episode. I got somebody special that's been connected to the podcast and myself for quite some time now. And we finally are getting this going. So a brief preview of what's to come in this episode. I'm going to tell you all right now, a whole lot of positivity. It's going to be a fun discussion, a very transparent discussion, um, and just a ton of good vibes all the way around because this person with me, and if you're watching the video format of this episode, you can see she's got an L.A. Dodgers hat on. <laughs> I got a Giants hat on. And if y'all know anything about sports, we are rivals to the core. And this is going to be a great podcast also because it could just show that, yo, we unified. We don't need to hate each other just because of a sport and this and that. It's all fun. It's a game. Everybody take it easy. Take it easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, the Giants go come out on top of the end, but we'll save that conversation for later on. That'll, that'll be a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so my guest today is Danny G, Danny Garcia, right, Danny? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's her. And she is the owner and operator and creator of her Instagram page, the Danny G effect, where she just really does a great job of inspiring, motivating, and, and just spreading a lot of love and positivity. She shares her like real feelings in her post and connects with other people. I love what she does and we're going to get into it. I'm going to leave all uh, the links in the show notes and everything like that for you to get in contact with her and everything like that. But she always goes, What's up, my beautiful people, my beautiful yes. humans? Like she'll she'll <laughs> yell it to she'll yell it to her lungs and just really just spread that good vibe and just that just that amazing energy to people. And I appreciate it so much. So Danny G, welcome to the Bless Beyond Measure podcast. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. You have no idea. <laughs> I'm so grateful that you are here and thankful that you're spending some time here with us to just share your story, share a little bit about yourself and share what inspires you the most, because I feel like that's going to provide so much value to anybody that listens to this. So before we get started, Danny, I love to just check in with my guests before we kind of get into the questions. I want to ask you, like on a scale of one to 10, how are you doing on a mental health health perspective? I'm doing like a 10, honestly. Each and every day, we all going to have our own battles and not wake up in, you know, the greatest mood because it's natural, it's human. But you got to remember that those feelings are all temporary. They will pass. And if you wake up and stay as positive as you can be, that honestly will reflect the rest of your day. Oh, man, thank you for that. And I'm so happy that you're at a 10, you know what I'm saying? And I, I hope that you keep it there and you continue to just keep channeling that energy and just keep sharing that energy because that's amazing and yeah. i think you're absolutely right you know what i'm saying it's like you're attracting that energy because that's what you are you know what i'm saying and it's just great to know that you're in that space so keep it up um but yeah i want to get right into this discussion because this is something that like i love doing is getting to know people you know really getting to understand um what helped them become where they're at right now. Everybody that's come on the, uh, the podcast is always aimed to like provide value to the audience. And I feel like you're somebody that's going to do that naturally, authentically. So why don't we start, you know, in the simplest place, like where, where are you from originally, Denny? So I'm originally from LA to be specific Arcadia area. And I moved out to Vegas when I was 11 to go to school and live here with my aunt and uncle. And um, I've just been here ever since. This is honestly my second home. And I go to California a lot to see my family. And that's how I that's how I ended up here in Vegas. Got you. Got you. And it's not even that far. It's what, like a three, four hour drive, if that. Yes, yeah, like a yeah, three and a half hour drive. It's not bad at all. Yeah. And as I was telling you, like when, uh, you know, prior to us recording, I actually spent time out there uh, near Arcadia, which is in Monrovia, which is not too far away from there. You know, the Pasadena area, Monrovia. I, I worked in Duarte. I, okay. Pe people call it Duarte over there for whatever yeah, reason. That's the big thing. I'd be like, Duarte or Duarte? Yeah. Unless yeah, you're it, from there, then you really don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they call it Duarte. Because like, come on now, like it's, it's just wrong, but it is what it is. 
me and my boy used to make fun of it all the time, but you know, it's all in fun. But um, anyway, it was a really cool town. So like, I know that part of LA, I actually spent time also in West LA. Uh, most of my time was actually spent when I was living over there in West LA, like the Venice area, really cool place. So, you know, again, even though we got this rivalry, the Giants and the Dodgers, <laughs> yo, it's all love. It's Cali love, right? It's all love. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's great. And so how is it living out there in Las Vegas? Like, what would you say the biggest differences are from living out there in, in, in Southern California? I think the biggest difference to me is the culture is a little bit di different. The people, um, it's a lot more fast paced here. California is pretty fast paced too, but I love to go to the beach when I'm out there. So when you're around Venice, you're around, you know, Santa Monica, they just automatically give you like these calm, chill vibes. So, you know, you kind of get the best of both worlds. Um, I love Vegas. It'll forever be my second home, but you know, my heart is a Cali girl just because of the people, the food, the culture, the beaches, the weather, just it'll be forever my home. I, I hear you. I hear you. And I rock with Vegas, too. You know, like I, it's been a while since I've been back to Vegas, but Vegas has always treated me right. And uh, I always had a good time going into Vegas. But, you know, you mentioned you moved out there when you were 11. Um, yeah. What what brought y'all out there, like of all places to Vegas? So um, growing up, it was like uh, it was kind of crazy, a little hectic and stuff. And it was better for me to live out here. It was a better uh situation as far as like school wise and be able to do the things I needed to do to thrive to be a you know to be a successful person so as a family they uh, my dad and my mom decided to send me out here to live with my aunt and my uncle and it honestly was a blessing because I I got the best schooling my headspace was right I wasn't uh, around bad energy or uh, just bad places to where I feel that I would be tempted to to do something that I knew that can actually land me in trouble or land me in a place that I don't want to be. Mm -hmm. So that's how I ended up out here. Got and you. Got you. Great. And, and was that like difficult in the beginning at, at first, you know, cause leaving your home and like, kind of like going to a new place and being away from your family and stuff like that. I know you mentioned you had family over there and stuff like that, but it's different, right. From being away from your mom and dad. How was that for you? How was that experience for you in that regard? Honestly, it was hard, especially the first week that I moved out here. Um, you naturally, my sister is like my biggest, like she's like, she has my heart. She's like the love of my life. So le leaving her as an older sister killed me, absolutely killed me. And just being separated, um, it took some time for me to adjust to that. And after that, I knew that I wanted to be the biggest sister, the biggest inspiration. So I can show her that no matter the circumstances, no matter if you get moved from place to place, or you feel that you're not situated or you're not, you're not comfortable, you can still grow from that. That doesn't define you as a person that shouldn't change your outlook on life. Even though things are difficult, God puts you in certain situations to help you grow, even though we might not understand them and they might be completely uncomfortable. They're all for reasons. So I just looked at it in that way. I'm not saying it was easy every day because every day was harder, especially growing apart from your family and stuff like that. But you just have to stay as positive as you can be because at the end of the day, that's really all you got because the situation ain't going to change. So you just got to either be positive about it or be negative. And I choose to be positive about it. Oh, wow. That's, that's an incredible kind of like perfect segue into what I want to ask next, I guess, because you are such a positive person. You know what I'm saying? Like you definitely exude a lot of great vibes and positivity. Did you, did you kind of develop that in that time of your life? Like when you were like 11 years old, like when you were kind of faced with that challenge of being away from home and everything like that, would you say that that was the time where you kind of like figured that out? I think I developed it at a really early age. Cause, um, the lifestyle that I grew up with, um, me and my sister got separated. My mom took my sister and raised her and I went with my dad and they're completely two different lifestyles. My dad, he's, you know, the absolute love of my life, but you know, the, the lifestyle was a lot different. It was, you know, more, you know, probably a little bit more crazy or a little bit more unstable. So I knew at a very early age that I had to be strong 
and I had to, I had to either know that I wanted to be in that same situation or I wanted to have my life go a different way. Mm -hmm. So I had to naturally be strong for my dad, be strong for myself, because at the end of the day, it was only me, regardless if I had my family or not. I knew that I needed to, to hold myself together. And so I, I think I developed that natural instinct to stay strong very young because I felt that no matter what, at the end of the day, I'm the only person that got my back. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. And you know what, like, but looking at that in hindsight, to be able to pull that out and, and understand that that was happening for a bigger reason to teach you strength, to teach you to be with yourself, to like love yourself, to like take care of yourself and find ways to like, have your own back, right? Like I can relate to that. And it's interesting because I can only imagine, even though I can relate, I can only imagine being separated from my brother because my mom and dad split when I was eight years old. But fortunately for me, like me and my brother were able to stay together with my dad. And, you know, it was definitely unstable too. My dad had to hold down several jobs to provide for us. My grandma had to move in and help us, you know, help raise us and everything like that. So we were always blessed. We always had everything we needed. Um, it, it just wasn't like the picturesque kind of like what you, what you think of like a, fa right. a perfect family or whatever, if that even exists, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and it's just like, but, but I can only imagine how difficult that was because you just described to me how important your sister was for you. Were, like, were you able to see each other? Like, were you able to like stay in contact? Like how, how did that work? You know, it's a crazy thing. Uh, we didn't, they didn't allow us to be, cause my aunt and my uncle were super strict and for whatever reason, they didn't really like me talking to my mom or my sister. So we're creative. She, you know, we're sisters for life. So we're going to figure out how to communicate, even if you're trying to stop that in some way. So we would write letters to each other and like, wow send each other little gifts and stuff like that because just doing that we felt closer even though we were apart and it was hard it was it was probably the hardest time of my life being away from her and I felt guilty for leaving her but it was a choice that honestly it, if I could change it I would have stood there but it was out of my control and I had to, I had to go with it and it hurt me it, it probably was the hardest Thing that I had to go through especially as an older sister you always want to protect your 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 siblings that's mm -hmm. just natural instinct natural reaction so just doing that writing letters it would and you know I would sneakily go to the mailbox to make sure I get it before my aunt and my uncle you know just <laughs> to avoid them trying to catch me communicating with you know with my family and that worked and um, we started being able to see each other probably maybe two or three years later, uh, my grandpa, who actually passed away at that uh, passed away, he would make it a point to bring her up to Vegas and call my aunt and my uncle and be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to pick up Danielle. And, you know, they're going to see each other. They're sisters. Like, you can't, you can't have this animosity, whether it's towards her parents or not. Like, you can't break that bond. You can't break that separation. So, and when she came out here, God, we had a blast just being able to see her. And it, it felt like there was no time lost. And like I said, she's a big part of me. She's a big part of why, who I am today. And she inspires me. She's, she's a terrific mother and she has grown to be this most beautiful, amazing woman. And I am honored to even have, you know, a little sister like that and being able to watch her grow. It's, it's truly a blessing. That's so dope. That's so dope how you just described that because you took me into that space in that moment when you guys connected and you know, like you said, there was just no like time lost when you you connected with each other because it's that bond. It's that innate bond that you guys have. Like, like I said, I can only imagine if me and my brother were separated because my brother is like my best friend for real. You know what I'm saying? I so I can totally relate to to your situation that you kind of you you just put out there. And I'm just so happy that you guys were able to connect. And I'll, that actually pretty much answers what I was going to ask next. How's your relationship with your sister now? And it seems like it's amazing, right? <laughs> I talk to her every day. Probably, I, we probably are on FaceTime maybe 20 times a day, calling each other, texting each other. Like she has uh, two kids, my niece and my nephew, which they're, 
the loves of my life. And I am const they're constantly on the phone. And like I said, there's not one day if my sister doesn't hear from me within like three to four hours, she's like, are you good? I'm checking your location. Wow. Um, I see that you're shopping. And then so I'm like, my bad, my phone was on vibrate. We just have this natural connection. And she's my best friend. We understand each other when we both know when our energies are a little off. So we're up there like, let's plan a trip. Let's go hiking. Let's wow. sage all this negative energy out. <laughs> so we know each other's patterns and we know when we're going through certain situations and we get each other through that. Like I said, my sister is my biggest blessing. And I wow. honestly don't know what I would do if she was not in my life. That's awesome. Wow. That's, that's such a beautiful thing to hear. And honestly, like, it's such a blessing to have siblings and like are you guys the only are the only two or no, is there so my mom had uh two kids with her current husband which is my brothers i got a 23 year old and a 19 year old and you know they're boys so they naturally gravitate towards each other and you know, i love them where we talk one of my my youngest is actually in the military and my oldest is being uh, a supervisor at a gas station so i'm i'm so proud of them like they are their work ethic is absolutely amazing and i think all naturally we have a group message as siblings and we you know we talk we talk shit we you know we talk about things that's going on in our lives and you know how we get through it and we honestly motivate each other so i'm close with all my siblings you know my sister is just she's just my girl she's my best friend i feel it <laughs> i feel it no that's that's such a blessing because i was just having a conversation with my with my uh best friend the other day about just like some people don't even like their families some people don't even some people don't even have families or if they do they're not close and it's just like i couldn't even imagine that because similar to you my family means the world to me and i just like i'm so thankful for them and it hasn't always been perfect you know what i'm saying and it still isn't like it's definitely always a work in progress but just to have that support and to have these people in your life that care about you that have this unconditional love for you that supports you it's just so important and i can't even imagine what it would be like to not have that in my life so from the sounds of it that sounds like what you got going on and yeah. you know i just encourage you to just continue to build your relationships with them because we they all need y'all need each other you know what i'm saying just as much as you need your sister she needs you you know what i'm saying yeah. your brothers and your family and all that stuff and I, I, I try to do the same thing within within my family as well. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's great to hear. That's great to hear. But, um, you know, I mean, in terms of like relationships with your brothers, like are they in Los Angeles or are they Las Vegas? They're based out of L.A. So they stay my brother that's in the military. He's out in Texas. And my older brother is with my mom in Arcadia. Is your sister in Las Vegas or is she in Arcadia? No, she's in, she's in West Covina. That's why I go down there a lot to see her and my niece and my nephew. So Covina is a, a nice area. I like that area. Um, and this is just like a personal question for me because, you know, look, as much as we want to paint out like our siblings to be like the best, we, me and my brothers, we, me and my brother, we get into it. <laughs> you know like i'm curious for you do you guys you guys got to right like you guys got to get into it every so often and then my my next question would be is how do you like how do you guys like get past that and how long does it usually take for you to get past you know like times where you clash a little bit so i'm a capricorn so i don't know if you know much about astrology we're super blunt you know it's not that we tend we don't have you know, emotion or care or you, that we don't, you know, care about your feelings. It's just, we just tend to come off very cold, but we have the biggest hearts naturally. <laughs> and my sister's a cancer. So she's super emotional about everything. So we know when we're crossing the line, because we'll tell each other, be like, Hey, like land your plane, you know, you're hitting a spot where I'm starting to get sensitive. Now we'll tell each other <laughs> right there. And then she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And you know, same for me when I she'll tell me too she's like hey you're, you're hurting my heart you're hitting me right there like simmer back down off, a little yeah bit, back off so we naturally we we handle it right there we don't get mad at each other I think one time she got really really mad at me because I, I didn't text her I took a little longer than expected and 
but we both have each other's location. So I just showed up where she was at, called her by her nickname on the microphone at the place. And <laughs> but she, could, she couldn't be mad at me anymore. I mean, so we just go, we, we just do what we need to do to get over it. Because you know what? You never know if you even are granted tomorrow. So there is no point of being angry and holding that resentment and holding that anger. I mean, for what? It's just going to give you wrinkles. You're going to, you're going to get anxiety. You know, it's, it's pointless. Just love the people that are good to you. Love your family. Love the people that are rooting you on through the good, through the bad, and are just are naturally and humbly there for you. So Mm. well said, well said. And and I love what you said, because I'm going to take a lot of what you said and start to apply it into my relationship with my brother, because, you know, we, we are so much more better now, but definitely I recognize that a lot of it was coming from my end where, you know, I am the older brother. So like, I, I always was kind of like a, well, not kind of, I was definitely controlling and I definitely hurt my relationships <laughs> with my brother and my, my two younger siblings. And we're definitely, um, you know, working on all that stuff ourselves. And it's gotten so much better. So I'm grateful for that. And I recognize my own toxicity and my own responsibility, my own role in that, in in hurting and damaging those relationships. But I like what you said in terms of just kind of like letting each other know, encouraging each other to just be like, hey, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're kind of hitting a, a, a soft spot. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. warn us because we're, none of us are mind readers. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I might come off um as kind of um i don't know i guess dominant or just kind of like controlling and you know that can that can really affect the situation negatively so hearing what you said there i think i'm going to just kind of like have you know in our casual conversations talk to my brothers and my sisters be like hey if, if i'm saying something that's like affecting you in a way please let me know you know what i'm saying so i can kind of like know and set those boundaries you know what i'm saying right. so that we can we can have a healthy relationship i love what you did there that's dope so Cool. Now that we got like a better background on how you grew up and kind of where you're from and the important people in your life, like I want to kind of like dig a little further into like your your Instagram, because like I mentioned to you that in preparation for this conversation, um, this is actually our first full on conversation. For those that don't know, Danny and I have been connected for quite some time now. And, um, but this is like our first full on conversation. We've been DMing each other, just supporting each other, just kind of really rooting each other on from afar. And I really appreciate that support. If I haven't said thank you recently, Danny, I really do appreciate that support, you know? So in preparation for this conversation, I did a little bit of kind of like observing of what you, what you've been putting out there. And in one of your posts, you mentioned your struggle with sobriety. And can you take me into that? Cause like I have my own you know, challenges with that, you know, I'm in a lot better space right now where I don't have to rely on substances as much as I used to. I actually don't even get the urge too much to do it no more. So I'm really thankful for that. And I do know people and I do have friends that have really struggled in that area. Do you mind if we get into this a little bit and just kind of share like what you want to share about this? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. That's, I want people to, because sobriety is probably the most difficult thing that I think that a lot of people are scared to talk about because you're worried about if people are going to judge you or, you know, say certain things and trigger you to make you feel like you're the worst person in the world. And I want to be able to be as vulnerable as I can because sobriety and being uh, sober is it's it's an everyday battle. And you think that if you go years or months, it's like a a thing that you're always going to have to kind of carry with you, and it's how you want to navigate that you have to be in the best spirits and you got to be surrounded by the best people honestly otherwise it's hard it's hard to do it by yourself and I want to be able to let people know that you are not alone and I'm here and I I struggle naturally so I want to open that door so you feel comfortable it can be talked about and people are not ashamed to be sober or going through sobriety or going through the struggle yeah thank you for that honestly and you know like I, I, I know looking back at personally, my kind of life when I was really, 
you know, getting intoxicated on a, on a re- pretty regular basis. Um, definitely experimenting with a lot of different substances and kind of becoming reliant on that stuff. You know what I'm saying? To release inhibitions, to kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, free myself from pain, numb myself from pain and stuff like that. That's the things that I was doing. And in hindsight, I recognized it was because I was hurting and I, and I felt like I was, is that, is that one of the reasons why like you feel like you were, um, you know, uh, using any substances that you were using? You know, I want to say partially. Yeah. And I think the second part, uh, just being the oldest out of my siblings, it comes with a lot of responsibility. I don't know if you know that as being the, you know, the oldest, you have to be the dependable one. You have to be the strong one. You have to be the first to forgive. You have to make sure your siblings are okay. So that, that is a lot of pressure on a person. So when you are going through certain situations in your life and then having that pressure on you as, um, as the eldest, you want to kind of escape that you you don't want to feel that type of you know anxiety because having to hold that and then maintain your job maintain your relationship maintain your family friendship it's probably the most difficult thing to navigate and sometimes even though you're the strongest person we fail we naturally fall and we hurt and we go through we go through pain and I think that I use certain substances, especially drinking um, and smoking weed just to kind of escape that pressure of being always having to be responsible every single time. It, it's it's hard. And I think I used a lot of those outlets to break away and feel like I'm free for a second and don't have that pressure on me as a person. I can very much relate, Danny. <laughs> Everything you said is so spot on. As a as an older sibling, you know, you are definitely the first. You know, you're held to a, a different standard. You know what I'm saying? There's definitely some pressure that comes along with that. And I think I I I ran with that pressure. I put that pressure on myself to kind of perform at this level. And then you're right. Like I needed it was a form of escapism for me as well. It was definitely, you know from my particular story, it was, you know, like I was young and rebellious because I was so confused growing up and I was going through a lot of pain from the divorce of my mom and dad. And, you know, just kind of like very confused and I didn't have enough direction. Um, even actually I did have direction, but I just wasn't following it. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of people in my life that, that cared about me, that, that wanted to put me in like the best situations possible. My grandma tried to put me in Catholic school at an early age and this and that, hoping that would kind of show me the way. And, you know, I would say that looking back at it, it definitely helped show the way a whole lot. And I, I made some of my best, most like the bestest friends in the world that I've had in those experiences and everything like that, who are my brothers and my sisters now to this day. But you know, looking back at it, I really was doing a lot of self-medicating and it was just like, man, but now I realize, and I don't know if this is something that you've kind of found out within yourself. I realized because I was hurting, because I was in under so much pain and stress and whatever the case may be, and I wanted to escape, I was doing that as a form of like, as, as a form of like, again, self-medication. And it was because I didn't really know how to love myself because if I was somebody that I loved, I wouldn't want anyone that I love to, to go through some of the things that I put myself through. So I didn't learn how to treat myself that way. And I kind of realized that now I was like, so now I'm just trying to give myself the best thing. You, you, you see me drinking my green juice, you know what I'm saying? There you go. Get that, get those antioxidants. Yes. You know, just, just taking care of myself as much (laughs) as possible, trying to heal myself. But you know, in hindsight, I realized like a lot of that time was spent because it was just like, I was hurting and I needed something to numb myself from that situation. So in bringing it back to your story, I'm curious, like, how did you kind of come to the realization that you kind of were struggling with it? Because at first it's fun, right? At first it's like, oh, you were doing it, you know, we're young adolescent and we're fun and everything like that. What brought you to the point where you felt like it was a little, you know, you were overdoing it and you needed, you needed help? Um, I think I discussed this on my social media last year. I separated from my wife. I made that decision that I needed to heal me. I needed to find me again because it's crazy. Um, I knew that something was off with me. So I started recording myself every time that I felt these vulnerable moments or I felt anxious. uh, I would record myself and say exactly how I felt. And 
I went through those recordings and I realized, oh, wow, I'm in depression. And mm. I, I, I recognized it because I knew that I felt off. I didn't feel like my positive self. So when I started going through those videos and seeing that I was going through depression and stuff, I needed to step back and really take care of myself. And the whole divorce thing really was hard. It was probably like one of the hardest things that I had to navigate in my life. And um, when I was going through that, I realized that I was doing a lot more drinking. I was doing a lot more uh, smoking a lot more weed. And I realized that, hey, this is not helping. It's actually making it worse. It, it really made it completely worse because I wasn't dealing with my feelings. I was trying to block them. I didn't want to experience that type of pain. And I had asked God, like I prayed before I even asked to make that decision to separate myself from my partner. I asked God, I said, God, please help me. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to even navigate where I'm at right now. I don't want to hurt anybody, but I, at the same time, I don't want to keep hurting myself. So I started noticing my patterns as far as using uh, alcohol as an outlet that it wasn't solving anything. So I said, okay, let me, I, I was working at Sprouts. I said, what things can I, I started researching, what natural herbs can help me with depression, anxiety, what can naturally make me feel great. And um, it was crazy because Sprouts honestly saved my life. I was able to help a lot of people as far as that were going through that same situation, people coming in anxious. And especially with the whole COVID, a lot of people fell into co like depression and anxiety mm -hmm. and fell more into, you know, drinking and, you know, doing extra, I like to call them extracurricular activities because you're doing things that are probably not in your best interest. They're probably going to, you know, self-sabotage in some way because you're going to have to reflect off of it. But being at Sprouts and having access to all these natural remedies, it, it helped me become sober. And I, there was a specific one that is called L-theanine that really just helped me with my, with my uh, cravings, uh, cravings as far as wanting to drink something or smoke weed because I'm trying to get out of that feeling. And honestly, natural things helped me immensely wing off of that and not saying, and, I, and I, I think I said this on my social media, I'm not against marijuana at all because naturally, medically speaking, I see it helps people that have cancer, people that are dealing with severe, severe uh, chronic issues. So I naturally will always be a supporter of it, but I know when I use it to a crazy extent or even use it to self-medicate it, that's where my problem lies. And I just, I don't want to keep doing that. I don't want to keep relying on a substance to make me feel better and to help me heal because at the end of the day, I'm not dealing with it. I'm just kind of just pushing it to the side. Wow. Incredible self-awareness yet. You really just exercised in knowing that and just kind of like the timing of being at Sprouts and having access to all these supplements and, and all these different um, nutritious ways of like helping yourself and like kind of even just catching yourself because a lot of people will go down that path. Right. And it's so hard to pull yourself out of it. How did you, how did you do that? Like, how did, like what in you kind of like helped you realize that like, yo, this is not the way. And then like, just want to do your own research and just help yourself. Because I, I, I felt I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good as a person. I did. I felt like I wasn't doing anything positive for myself. And it, what I was doing wasn't helping. And I, I so I want to say before, I didn't really know too much about like natural healing, natural herbs, eating well and all that stuff. I kind of would just be arrogant and ignorant to it. And when I started doing my research and started putting those like great uh, herbs and eating well and eating more clean based, I realized that I started feeling better. So I took away alcohol. I took away, I took away weed, but at the same time, I replaced it with 
natural like kombucha, natural herbs, eating healthy. And it's, you know, meditating, hiking, really allowing myself to process my feelings and not make myself feel bad for feeling the way I felt at that moment. So it was a lot of self-reflection. It was a lot of self-healing. I cried, I don't know how many times in my car and it felt good to release that because my family, especially my dad has taught me just being as a girl, be strong. You don't have to depend on anybody. Be a self-goer, figure it out. Don't show emotion. We were just naturally brought up like that. Don't, Don't ever look weak ever. And it taught me that I know our parents look out for our best interests, but it it kind of blocked me from allowing to feel emotion, to allowing to actually process it. So as an adult, I realized that, hey, that obviously was not working for me. Let me try actually sitting with my feelings and see what I can learn from it. Can I grow from it? Are these feelings, you know, valid enough for me to feel so crappy or be so hard on myself? So it was, it was like a lot of self-reflection and self-healing this past year and realizing that if I can get myself out of this and I can help in any type of way, even if that's making myself completely vulnerable on my social media, because there's times where I even broke down on my social media, just because that's just how I felt. And yeah, I put myself in a vulnerable situation and possible, I knew that people can either will understand it and gravitate towards it, or they will, you know, just kind of look the other way. I just wanted to make sure that I was there for the people that needed to hear it, people that needed to see it and, and show them that they're not alone. Like nobody is ever alone. And there is amazing people out there like you and amazing other people out there that will naturally help you and let you know that you're not alone, that you have better outlets. You can listen to, you know, your podcast and get through those hard times because all those hard times are for a reason and they're, they're going to help you in some aspect in your life, even though you, it might not be right there in front of your face. It's, it's going to show later in your life and you just have to really just hold on. And like I said, ride the wave. You just gotta, don't, don't hold on to these rocks when you're going down. This is what Lauren London said. Like she said about the whole river thing, like you either roll with the river or you try to hold on to these rocks, but you're holding on to these rocks and you're just holding yourself back from that. You're not allowing life to naturally take its its you know its way, its current. So that's it. Wow, and that's that's incredibly well said. You you said so much in what you just talked about, and thank you for that. First of all, and I I just got to say kudos to you, congratulations to you, and and keep going. And then on top of that, just like it takes a tremendous amount of courage, amount of bravery amount of fearlessness and strength to 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 be with yourself to like be with your thoughts and then find ways to help yourself and not only that realize that like you're the only one that's going to be able to truly help yourself because you know yourself more than anybody else and the fact that you did that and are continuing to do that every single day through these practices through what you're putting in your body through the things that you're consuming not only through your body but through you know what you're listening to what you're watching how you're interacting like this is all going to just like help you in your life i strongly believe that because it's it's definitely been that way for me you know what i'm saying it's changed my energy it's helped me kind of understand that like if i'm the the best version of myself and the only way to be the best version of myself is to take care of myself then i can be that way for others i can easily more much more be that way for other people so i'm so glad to hear that like you're on that trajectory you're definitely on that journey and you know it's interesting i was having a conversation um with on a podcast uh, that I just created. It's going to come out at some point next week with my boy, uh, Robert Prash. And he went through a lot of really, really difficult things. And then I started thinking about myself. I'm like, I went through rock bottom and all these difficult things to ultimately arrive where I'm at. And I got to thinking, and this is a question for you. Maybe we could talk about this right now. Like, do you feel like people have to like go through the worst of the worst to finally hit that, like to finally just realize like, yo, life doesn't need to be as hard as we make it, you know what I'm saying? And like, or or do you think that like people can can just figure it out another way? Because it seems like a common theme is like the people that have like really went through some of the craziest stuff in life have kind of 
ultimately arrived at these realizations. What do you think about that? I think that it, you know, it really depends on the person's, the person's life. Cause you know, you can go through certain situations that they can naturally make you grow as an individual, or you have to be, um, have to be tested in certain aspects, but there's people that live amazing, absolutely amazing lives. No, no complaints, no, no addiction, great family. And that's a blessing. Do you know what I mean? They don't have to, they have their own struggles in their own way. And we all naturally have our own struggles. We all go through our own situations. And I think that a lot of people, you don't have to hit rock bottom in order to have that realization because you can be in a perfectly amazing place and not have any type of struggle, you know, as far as you, that would make you fall into depression or fall into anxiety. Some people are just absolutely blessed. And I'm, I'm so happy for those individuals that naturally don't have to face struggle or see struggle or see hardship. And I think it honestly just depends on that person's life. That's why to me, I never judge anybody because I don't know what they went through their life. I don't know their hardships. I don't know their pain. I don't know how they're feeling at that exact moment. So I just try to be completely 100% accepting and understanding of whatever they're going through, whether it be a great day or a bad day. So no, I really think that two people, you don't have to hit rock bottom to really grow as an individual because you can choose to grow each and every day, no matter what. It's what you put in your mind, what you want to put out there, what you want to naturally have gravitate right back towards you and, you know, spread it out to people in such a positive way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually, I actually very much agree with that. And I think that's why, like, it's even more important that you do the work that you do and in interacting with people in the world and the work that's being done here on the Bless Beyond Measure and other people, other like-minded people just sharing that energy and also just like, kind of just like helping people realize like it's all within our own control you know what i'm saying like it's all the way we and it's not even like control from like a like a oh i'm controlling everything but it's more about the perspective that we have right about our mindset we can choose the way we like see things you know what i'm saying where even even if there's a saying that i love by wayne dyer i'm not sure if you're familiar with who wayne dyer is but you know it's like uh once you change the way you see things the, 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 once you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at start to change. It's true. It and it is so, so true. true. So true. It's so simple, but so true. Maybe, maybe that's why it's so like hard to like kind of grasp, like, cause, cause I think sometimes looking back at my own thing, I was always just thinking like life is so hard and yeah, life has its challenges and life has its difficulties, but really when you really boil it down, it's so simple, like simple things like that. It's just like, and, you know, we tend to overcomplicate things that may be human nature. That may be our conditioning. That may be, you know, how we were raised and the experiences that we've been through. But then the more you kind of like slow things down through the things that you talked about, like meditation, hiking, you know, doing things like being in the present moment and stuff like that, you really start to realize like there's so much brilliance and simplicity. And this is like, I think I saw one of your posts actually where you, you were talking about that exactly where you're just talking about like, just like the simplicity of things is that's where so much beauty is. Right. It absolutely is. I think that we take this past year. I honestly learned that simplicity is truly an absolute blessing because I think naturally as humans, we're always in a rush, even if it's going out the door, even if it's, you know, trying to make it, to be the first person in the Starbucks line, you know, we're naturally <laughs> always, we're always rushing and we, we miss moments. We miss moments because instead of being present in that moment that you're in, whether you're spending time with your family, cooking, reading, whatever it is, we're already thinking about things that are two steps ahead or, you know, in the future or tomorrow. And yeah. you miss so many, you miss so many blessings. That's why it's hard. For, it's hard for me. Like I said, I'm, I'm still learning how to be to maintain being present in that moment, but I'll never give up. I'll never stop trying because I know that I'm going to hit that peak and feel that fulfillment and I'm going to be present. And 
I want to I want to be able to share what what tools are working for me to be able to stay grounded and be able to enjoy the moment that I'm in, regardless if it's even if it's just cooking or vacuuming or whatever the case is. I just want to be present in every moment, because like I said, I know it sounds very cliche. We only have one life to live, but it is true. Like, why not make it the most most epic time while you are here? If you can help the world in some type of way, why not? Why not? That is exactly the question. And you know, that's, a, that's a great way to kind of like get into a, a question that I just developed right now. So, you know, I know in your line of work, you're in the medical field, as you mentioned to me off air, and you, you're traveling and you get to do all these great stuff. And you're also that that tells me also that you're interacting with a lot of people like on a day-to-day basis in your line of work already naturally. So I'm curious, do you have any projects like personal projects that you want to do that you have planned like, or that you're already working on? What are, what are some of the things that you're doing to kind of like spread that awareness and share that light that you have? Yeah. So, I mean, I got two projects going on. Danny G affect my pages, honestly, like that's my baby. That's, that's where I connect with my people and, you know, help inspire and be there and be vulnerable. And I also want to start up a nonprofit organization for people that don't have homes, you know, that are on the streets because it's, it's so bad. I think it's everywhere we go. We naturally see people that don't have family that mm-hmm. are struggling and stuff like that. And that, that honestly breaks my heart. If I could take every people, any person that is wants to be off the street, off the street and be able to provide a home and a stable, a stable base where they can feel that they can, they can grow and prosper from. That's my ultimate goal. I know it sounds crazy, but it's not impossible. I think crazy is absolutely possible. Doesn't so sound really doesn't sound crazy at all to me. Oh my God, I'm rooting for you. I want to see that happen tomorrow. Yeah. So my ultimate goal is to hold a massive convention here in my second home in Vegas. I want to hold it at Cashman Center. I have a lot of good connections in the medical field, doctors and stuff. I want to get some of my doctors. My mom's in the dental field. I already told her about this. Like I want her to bring out her best dentist. I want like the, I want to bring sprouts out there because sprouts honestly saved my life and they bring some type of stability as far as working and the environment's absolutely positive. And it just like, if you, if you're at a, your energy is low, just being in the store naturally just will just make you start smiling and make you, it's the people and it's, and the food, everything's just so great and have resources to where people can get back up on their feet. And I want to hold this massive convention and have everybody that is struggling on the streets, that needs outlets, that needs personal dental care, medical care, access to getting back up on their feet as far as jobs, um, getting a home, whatever it is, that is my ultimate goal. And I know it's going to happen. And I want to, I want to start off here in my, in my hometown and spread out and I know I'm going to hit the whole United States I don't care how long it is if I'm still 80 and still pushing this I don't care this is a ultimate personal personal goal to me that absolutely means everything to me so those are two big things that are uh, projects for me amazing I don't even like to call them projects those are those are life-changing experiences that I can't wait to see how it turns out I just, I just got to clap for you real quick, Danny. Honestly, like, <laughs> I love that vision that you just laid out. And it, cle- it clearly, to me, it sounds like you've already visualized it. You see it already in your in your mind. You're already getting the things working in motion for that to actually happen. And I don't doubt you one bit. I actually believe in you so strongly because I understand, like, the power of somebody that, that has that determination that you do with also, and you pair that and you couple that with, the, the intention and the want to help other people and serve other people. And that's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing to hear. And, and to just know that that's what you're working on, work, working towards. And 
if there's anything that you need from me on my end that I could do to help you like bring that about, or when that happens, you want me to come out there and help, like talk to me, let me know. I'm yes, down. of course. I need nothing but amazing, positive energy. You know, I want, I want good support. I want uplifting spirits. I want to show these people that, Hey, there is amazing people out in the world and you can connect with them and you can be, it's, these people are relatable. They understand struggle. They understand, you know, the hardships. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human, whether what race, ethnicity, religion, you know, whatever it is, we are all family at the end of the day. And family always takes care of family, no matter what. One love, right? One love, right, Danny? Yes. That's just, that's what it is. And this life is so precious. You know, I, I, I want more and more people to realize that you touched on it earlier. So it's like, you know, as cliche as it sounds, we do only get one life. YOLO, you know what I'm saying? YOLO, yeah. not in a sense of like, oh, go get <laughs> fucked up and do that. But like, yo, live your life like, like to the best of your ability. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing that's not only making your life better, but the lives of other people better? And, and how are you going to leave this world a better place before you leave? You know what I'm saying? Because ultimately, we are all going to go. We just don't know when that's going to be. So we got to make the most of our time while we're here. Every time, every chance that we get to, to play this game of life and participate in it, like another day, it's just a blessing. It's a gift. You know what I'm saying? So I'm so happy to hear you do that. And it sounds to me that you are very much well on your way to accomplishing everything that you envision as am I. It's great to have uh, yes. uh, someone else just like, you know, connect with uh, like-minded people like yourself that are going in that same direction and trying to make this world a better place, trying to help each other out and just hold each other accountable and help each other, put, push each other and pull each other up. So keep doing what you're doing on your Instagram. It's a beautiful thing to see. I appreciate it. I really do. Absolutely. So, you know, like Danny, like that, that actually kind of you answered a lot of my questions already without even me asking them just by like what you said. So, you know, one question I really, really love to ask people, and I'm going to start asking pretty much every guest. Um, if you could go back in time and, you know, get hopping at DeLorean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hopping with Doc and, you know, Marty McFly and just, just, you know, get into that DeLorean and get, take yourself back to a time. You can pick that time. Um, and talk to your younger self, what would be the best advice you can give to younger Danny? The best advice that I would give to my younger self is that you are stronger than you think that you are. No challenge, no obstacle is unattainable. You can always, always, always be humbly respectful and you can be honest and people are naturally going to gravitate towards you you are not a failure because god does god does not create failures he he makes you into the person that you are meant to be here on this earth and i would tell myself you're doing this you got this you you are strong you're beautiful and you will you will prosper and you will help and touch as many people as God allows you to. That's beautifully said, beautifully said. And I hope a younger person catches that, you know what I'm saying, as they're going through their own challenges and tribulations and just kind of like are struggling with identity uh awareness and everything like that they can catch that message and be like yeah that message landed real good so thank you for that danny i yeah, appreciate that energy honestly that was so dope <laughs> and um yeah i mean i think so far it's been such a great podcast and i i usually like to wrap it up with that question and then like i mentioned to you earlier i'm gonna hit you with this rapid fire segment this Let's is a new, little, a new little segment that i like to have on the podcast because it's fun you know what I'm saying? It's quick. And then, you know, take your time with these two. If you feel like you want to elaborate a little bit on it too, feel free to say what you want. We'll have continue the conversation, but here we go. You ready for these rapid fire questions? I'm ready. Let's I do it. Bet. So obviously you and I are both wearing caps right now, right? I've seen you, <laughs> I've seen you rock beanies on your uh, Instagram and everything like that. So you, you, you know, you, you appreciate a good, uh, some good headwear. Um, so for me, is it beanies or caps? I'm going to say beanies. Yeah, beanies. They, Why? They, 
you know, they make me, it keeps your head warm, first of all, especially because I'm traveling in these cold areas, you know, Vegas is hot, but when I go to Montana and I go to, you know, Wyoming, it's cold. So naturally I gravitate towards beanies just because, you know, the people can see my face more and, you know, they feel that eye connection and I'm not, I'm actually paying attention. And honestly, I, I just, I feel more, I feel more me, but then I love my caps too. You know, I have my day where I just want to rock an LA cap, and, <laughs> so, but I guess beanies first, but you know, I can't forget about my caps. I feel you. It's hard to choose one or the other, right? But if you had yeah. to, it'd be beanies for sure. I think beanies are so much more comfortable, uh, especially out here in the Bay Area. It gets really, really cold. So I, I would opt for beanies as well. I love a good cap for sure, but it's just like sometimes you got to worry about it falling off. Like beanies are usually pretty snug on your head. So, you right. know, it's, it's really comfortable. All right, cool. Next one. And we just talked about obviously eating healthier and stuff like that and, you know, putting better things in your body, but pizza or burgers? Pizza. Ooh, pizza. that was quick. You picked that yeah. one pretty quick. It wasn't even like a what, <laughs> wasn't even like a challenge on that one. No, pizza just puts me like it's just that home good feel meal. Like you know, it's a time where you don't kind of worry about eating a salad and being. It just it just feels good <laughs> when you have that marinara sauce and you know Ooh. that cheese. And it's just it hits right every time. You know, get me a good pizza. I'm happy. I'm great. I'm in, I'm in, you could talk to me as much as you want. Let, let's share this good pizza. <laughs> yeah. Naturally pizza for sure. And they're so easy to eat too. Right. Like actually yeah, think it. Cause I didn't even answer this question for myself yet, to be honest with you. I love them both. I can't, it's hard for me to choose. So I'm gonna leave that for, I'll, I'll figure that out some other time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also, so you did mention that you like being in nature and everything like that. You obviously do a lot of traveling due to your line of work and you've been some pretty cool places. So ocean or the forest? <sighs> Dang. Okay. That was hard because no, those are like my two, two favorite ones. Um, but if I had to really choose one, it would honestly be the forest. Um, oh. I love the ocean. I mean, like I said, they're Thai. It's so hard to choose. But the forest, because when I meditate, I naturally, my my aura, my spirit is always sitting in the middle of the forest. Wow. And it's 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 naturally I can feel my roots being grounded in there and I can hear I can hear like the birds and the nature and you know, trees naturally give you energy. So when you put your feet into that soil, you know, even if you are not in the best spirits, it's something about it just energetically just charges you I, I can't explain it that's why I like hiking because it literally raises my vibrations and I'm like man I, I could just I can live here if I could feel this feeling every time when my energy is off I would be perfect and I tell my sister all the time like I'm gonna live in the middle of the forest like that's my happy spot no cell phone connection <laughs> no type of like you know social media where you know it, it's gonna entertain you in a negative way it's just like <clears throat> it's my happy place the forest is my happy place for sure i feel you on that it's like off the grid living right have you ever seen this movie called captain fantastic it's it's a dope movie i, I definitely no. encourage you to check it out no you i'm like, gonna check it out now you like watching movies i do I check really it out. Do. so vigo mortensen is the lead actor in that movie and it's it's just such a dope movie it's just like I won't spoil it for you. Just check it out. I think you'll really like it and get back to me and let me know what you think. But yeah, you're, you're sure. absolutely right. For myself, I actually, uh, I, I've been doing a lot of earthing lately, which is, you know, which is like touching the earth, which is like, you know, putting your feet in that soil, putting your feet in the grass, right? I've actually, as funny as this might sound, I've been hugging some trees every you Hug know. trees. No, I'm with you. I hug trees too. They give you energy. And I mean, it's they just, just here longer than us. So yes, they, the, some of these trees are so old and they've like withstood, withstood like the test of time. They've seen everything. And not only that, it's just like they they all started from a little seed of some sort and they grew into what they grew into. And it's just like you want to thank them for their energy. You know what I'm saying? Like my, that's the best way. It's just like they've given us so much without these trees. And all these, you know, it, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah. Especially with all this pollution that we got, you know, they do yeah. so much for us. And it's just like, 
you know, not only that, they give us paper, they do all these different amazing things for us. So it's just like just taking that moment to be appreciative of the earth and all the gifts that it gives to us. I know that sounds like to somebody that that ain't on that that wave like we on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that might sound kind of weird, but I don't even give a fuck, to be honest with you. Like, I don't care. Judge me all you want. I don't care. <laughs> Snap a picture of me hugging a tree. I, can I ain't tripping. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to make that my profile picture, me hugging a tree. Fuck there it. You, you know go. What I'm saying? There you like, go. You're going to nah. encourage people to start doing that. And they'll I, know what we're talking about. One day, exactly. everybody goes their, their own spiritual awakening and they'll they'll understand one day yeah and you know for me for to answer the question ocean or forest for me for me similar to you how you kind of meditate and you envision yourself in a forest i actually always see myself in the beach because i drive so much so much energy from the ocean because it's so vast it's so like strong but it's so beautiful like you just get so much from that fresh air and it's, you can't go wrong either way. <laughs> you know, that's the fun of this kind of segment though. You know what I'm saying? You get to, you get a little bit, you get to know a little bit more about the person just by answering these quick questions. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm ocean, you're forest. Got you. So how about <laughs> this, this two more questions here, two more rapid questions here, coffee or energy drink? Coffee, 100% coffee. When I go to these small towns for work, I find the local coffee shop there. And there's just something about that coffee that hits right. You know, Starbucks, no hate. I, I love you guys. But when, you, when you're when you in that small town and you get that that family-owned coffee, it's just, it just hits right. It hits the soul differently. Your, your spirits, you're just ready to take on the day. So naturally, coffee, coffee's my go-to. I'm sure. with that. You said everything that I already was already thinking. Coffee is definitely the way to go for me as well. So I agree 100%. Um, how about this one? Because you do some traveling. Um, obviously, it's for work and stuff like that. But if you had to choose, would you rather take a road trip or a flight? I would say a flight. Now, since I've been flying a lot for work, I never flew that much before. <clears throat> I love being up in the air and seeing the the whole sky, the the clouds, the sunset, the sunrise. It, it hits different. Like it, it's like heaven to me when you see these plush of clouds and flying over ocean. You see, I really naturally uh, spiritually connect with birds and butterflies. So being be able to see things from a different perspective, you know, I, I feel like I'm a bird when I'm up there and I, I see things from a different perspective. I feel like. I'm flying without having my wings. And mm. so definitely that changed before I would definitely say road tripping. Cause you're getting, you know, you're, you're, you're there in the moment you can stop and pull over and, you know, see things. But when you see things from the sky, it's, it's, it's a different, it's a different feeling. Most definitely. I have to agree that aerial view of just like being above the clouds. And then as you're pulling into wherever you're going, you see like how tiny everything is. It kind of like, when it allows you to zoom out right and kind of just like look at things from a completely different perspective like yo it life ain't all that bad like come on yeah. now like you know we blessed in more ways than one like we just have to kind of like realign our focus and i think sometimes that perspective can really help that you know what i'm saying so i feel that for sure but um yeah that was uh the, the quick five rapid fire segment and you you did a great job with that you know what i'm saying so before we completely wrap up here, Danny, and thank you again for your time and, and everything that you really brought to the table with this conversation. I learned so much. I know that anybody that's listening to this definitely learned a lot, and you know, can take a lot of the things that you shared through your transparency, your vulnerability, sharing your story and sharing, sharing a lot of the methods that you kind of incorporated into your life to help yourself and put yourself and keep yourself out of a better place. Um, I want to offer you some space here to kind of just like talk about anything you feel like you wanted to talk about that we didn't get a chance to. Is there anything on your mind? Um, no, I was honestly just really excited about this opportunity to be able to, you know, be on your podcast. It's an absolute honor. You know, I see all the great work that you do and how many people you touch and you affect lives. You you affect lives in such a in such a beautiful way. And to be able to come on here and be able to, you know, answer these questions. I want to let people know that, hey, there is great people out here. There is great resources. And I am 110%, even 
bigger than that. I am here. If you need me, if you, if you need help, if you need some uplifting words, encouraging, you need some mentoring, I am here. Let's grow together. Let, let's come together as one big family and love each other and uplift each other and motivate each other. And that, you know, you, I was able to answer questions that I hope that in some aspect will help somebody in, in their life. And that's, I mean, that's why we do this, right? We, we, we want to uplift people. We want to show them that, hey, you know, there's natural outlets. There's amazing outlets that you can naturally gravitate to you that are, are available to you to be able to, to grow and to get through certain uh, situations in your life. And that, you know, mainly that you're not alone. We all here, we all have struggles. We all have, we all have doubts, fears, anxieties, um, sobriety. We all have our own things. And if we all can come together and not be judgmental towards one another and help and uplift in some type of way, why not? Let, let's do it. You know what I mean? We, 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 we're in this world. We're all together. Why not come together? It, it's, it's so much easier to be kind than to be an asshole. And <laughs> it's, it's the truth. It is, it is really, it's, it, you know, it, it's less effort. It's less effort being nice. It's less effort. You mean it's less effort trying to be so mean, like, you know what I mean? There's no point of you being mean there. I mean, why? you don't understand that person's life you you don't and don't ever compare yourself to their struggles because you have no idea everybody has their own struggles everybody has their own their own uh situations that they have to go through and why not be together and let's grow together let's figure this out together well said well said thank you for everything you just said because i fully and wholeheartedly agree it's just like each one teach one let's go let's go together we, you know what i'm saying like there's there's enough for everyone this world is so abundant this life is so abundant you know and just challenge ourselves to keep going and keep growing and, and doing what we're doing you're right it's absolutely for the cause and intention of like helping other people and inspiring other people and i think absolutely danny g you did that the danny g effect is Yay. in full effect today on yes. the Bless Beyond Measure podcast. And thank you again, Danny, for being here. It's been a great time. Of course. It's been an absolute honor. Thank you for all you do. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And so grateful to have you here and grateful to everybody that's made it to the end of the podcast that continues to support and grow the podcast. Please continue to do so. Please share it. Please like it. Please pass it along to whoever might need it. Even if you don't think a person might need it, pass it that way. You never know. They might be able to revisit it at some point because there was tremendous gems and value bombs being dropped today and all the other episodes. And also before we leave, Danny, how can they uh, connect with you on Instagram? So you can connect with me on my Instagram. It's Danny G effect. You'll go on there. DM me. I mean, I don't have my settings are completely open. Follow me. If you feel uncomfortable where you don't like to put yourself um, out there or vulnerable, DM me, you know, let's FaceTime, let, let's connect, let's, let's get together, let's grow, at, let's grow as amazing humans. Like I said, I love my beautiful humans. Connect with me. I am here. I am ready to, to inspire, uplift you. I am your biggest cheerleader, your biggest fan. And yeah, just DM me, reach out to me and let, let's get connected. Absolutely. And that all that information will be in the show notes as well. I strongly encourage folks to connect with Danny. She is a very vibrant and positive person, as you can tell from this uh, podcast episode, and she's going to continue to do amazing work. So be on the lookout when she gets that convention going and she's yes. changing lives like at such a rapid rate. So like she's already doing that with each interaction she already has. So just be on the lookout for when that happens. And I'm sure down the line, you and I will work again uh, yeah. at some point, Danny, and, and we're going to stay connected for sure, man. So sure. Um, we out here, Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. Thank y'all so much for the support. Stay up and stay blessed. Y'all keep going, keep growing, and big love to all y'all. Peace. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>